we are going live now. Hello, Internet. Good to see you. I hope you're well. Thank you very much for spending some time with us today. Uh, my name is Dot, and uh, I'm going to be Dungeons and Dragoning a Dungeons and Dragon DMing game. I'm tired. This should help a little, but um, uh, it's been a day. So, uh, but nonetheless, we're going to power through because this is the finale. So, the finale of our season. This is the last. <laughs> that was a bit over much. Wow. Um, so, today is our season finale as we wrap up our Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, we'll come back again. Uh, a little while later, uh, look for us hopefully in October, maybe the occasional game between now and then. But uh, yeah, it's a big, uh, big hiatus coming up, a big summer break, and uh, I'll be doing some traveling. So Utah, thank you for watching. Also Washington, kicking it. So I'll be, I'll be in you soon. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, so anyway, um, oof, that sounded a lot dirtier than I meant it to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Getting nods from the players, they're all just like, dude, stop it, you're... I'm tired, It's it's been a thing. Um, so anyway, uh, you guys are on now as well, thanks. Oh, actually, I think you're, I've got to get your audio up, and there we go, now you're on. Um, yeah, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us to our players who could make it today. Unfortunately, some of our players couldn't make it, but that's okay. We will um, kill their characters anyway. Um, so we've got, uh, well, this is a double part campaign. So we had two groups and, uh, I, I, I live for that apparently. Um, and we followed the Island crew and we wrapped that up last game. And, uh, I gotta say again, super excited. That was so much fun. Uh, thank you all for that. That was, I had a really fun time doing that. And I, I hope you did too. And like bargaining with dragons and trial by combat. It was a good thing. So if you haven't seen it, internet, Go watch episode 16. Uh, but that's not this game. The, oh, no, sorry, 17. This is now episode 18. And we are going back to Tazvrel, where it all started. Where the shopping trip went sideways. Where Voslo and his brothers captured Rook, took him, kept him hostage. He since has escaped, evaded capture gathered some allies amongst the mage faction and is now returning to seek his revenge and also an orb that the mages want. All right, so that's where we're at. We're going to go meet the people uh, around the table and we'll also, um, let's not forget about the other people who couldn't be here today uh, and we're still going to play them, so I'm going to get you to help us out a little bit um, so that Carl couldn't make it. I believe he was the only other person. And Timely, of course, um, was going to join us, but timing didn't work out. So we'll, uh, we will still bring them in to take them out again. All right, so let's go around the horn and meet everybody. Uh, I think we're going to start with Gordon, since you tied it all together. Hey, Gordon, playing Rook, the real Rook. And uh, I feel like, you know, when you have, you know, a TV show with a large cast... <laughs> and all the main cast is in one group, and all the disposable cast, just with maybe one cast member, is in the other group. 
That's what I feel like right now. I feel ominous. Oh boy. But let's see how this goes. All right. Uh, I'm just going to add that back in. Hashtag the real rook. There you go. <laughs> Threw that up for you. Um, awesome. So you were uh, where this all started. And so I'm really excited that we're coming back around to see uh, where we leave it off with this finale. Uh, although it might not be the end of Rook's story, it will be the end of our season. All right, let's keep going around the horn. Uh, I don't know, I'm just going to pick randomly. Bella! Hey, everybody. I'm Bella. I I think tonight I'm playing Twog. Yeah. Twog, yeah? Okay. Um, I love him. He's awesome. So he is a half orc barbarian um and yeah he has one goal in life and that is to beat things down <laughs> nice I'm, I'm reminded of an old uh sublime song biden it's all the same hanging with gordon dog is all you made just stay anyway um i don't know that song <laughs> that's a good tune anyway uh okay. i'm clearly very uh squirrel <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, let's keep going around the horn. Steve, save us. You're our only hope. Uh, I'll, I'll try. I'm playing Sir Islock Neutron, who is an Aerocorpor Ranger. And he's like just following along with, with Gordon's idea of, you know, the, the important character and the non important character. He, to this campaign, is like if you brought in. Harrison Ford to play a red shirt. <laughs> In his own mind, that's how he is. <laughs> but he's nice. totally a red shirt. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, and unfortunately, a couple people couldn't be with us. Uh, so Bella was, gonna, uh, sorry, uh, Timely was going to play a, a mage. Your, Bella is here. Uh, but she was going to join us as a mage and... Uh, Carl, uh, who was playing with us, uh, was playing Pander Underfoot, a halfling rogue uh, who, again, also couldn't couldn't join us, unfortunately. But, you know, that's okay. He's here with us in spirit and will probably join us again uh, soon enough. Um, so that's the idea there. Okay, uh, so who... I'll, I guess you can all just take turns playing Carl, if you want. Or if you get ideas, sure, pass them around like the town bicycle. Oh dear! <laughs> you know what? Uh, that reminds me, and I almost as long as it's it. a penny farthing bike. Exactly. Yeah, it oh. has to be the big front wheel. Um, but the other thing is that audience, if you're joining us live, and we do hope you can join us live. Um, camera, camera two. There we go. Uh, we hope you can join us live, and we always take viewer suggestions. So if you have suggestions for a game. Please spend some plot points. That's getting harder to say as I go along. Uh, players, you also get plot points, so don't forget about that. Uh, they might be able to save you or make your lives more interesting or more complicated. Uh, you could uh, yeah, share your ideas and we'll make it part of the game. And that goes for the players too, okay? Okay, so let's dive in. And we are going to return to Garrix's rather elaborate abode a very handsome manse uh, a large 
two and a half story building in the richer part of town near a market but surrounded by a wall the front gates open with an elaborate sign above it proclaiming it as Garrick's uh, Emporium of Magical Wares this is the same shop that the, the other campaign the other players so long ago visited and now you return seeking your revenge uh, let's dive into the visual there we go so let's uh, find where we are. So as you can see, I'm just ignore the extra boxes there for now. Um, as you can see, there are several areas of this map. Um, you, there's different floors. Uh, there's the entryway with the elaborate, uh, all these different, uh, you would think they're crests or uh, decorations, except they do have price tags as you enter the hall. The, all, all filled with these elaborate magical items, uh, some of which are common, some of which are very expensive. Uh, and so you've you've been in here, you scouted this out before, and each room contains more and more riches. You manage to sneak your way onto the grounds without being detected, and Pander, the halfling rogue, clambered up onto the roof and scooted Santa-style down the chimney, unlocking a door. Allow, or a window, allowing Rook access. Uh, meanwhile, Sir Islack Neutron and Twug, uh, the half-orc barbarian, entered the premises not being recognizable as Rookwood, uh, as potential customers for Garex. These kind of picture the old wizard in uh, Dungeons & Dragons cartoon, except two of them, both with slightly different colored robes, and they, uh, the two brothers... Uh, the Garrix brothers, who would be um, normally selling things and, and walking around. However, the jig is quickly up as you realize you've been placed in a, a holding pattern and they are beginning to plot and chat, having seen through the ruse of Neutron and uh, Twug. So they will start at the second floor. In the midst of battle, you had been waiting on the balcony with an elaborate carved wooden chairs set out for you. The massive stone statues looking down at you, but actually looking as you realize they are gargoyles facing you, guarding you. Um, you look over and you... Uh, so uh, at that point, I believe Islack went inside and spotted the two brothers, and they began to battle each other. Twug began to hold the three gargoyles, not one, not two, but three gargoyles off single-handedly. And um, meanwhile, Pander and Rook entered the, at the bottom floor, found a halfling locking a little girl in a chest with a little magical silencing hammer uh, and you made the decision to take him out he fell pretty quickly to your onslaught double rogue attack actions and then you chatted for a little while with the, the captive girl a magic user that Rook had seen before as the sounds of combat began Pander rushed up the stairs to join Islack and Twog. Meanwhile, Rook was about to join them when suddenly a tiny 
flying little quill that sits at the entrance suddenly darts towards a side door at the base of the stairs and pecking at the door until it opens and it just in through the gate. He made the executive decision. Follow the pen. So, <laughs> split the party. <laughs> Sorry. We'll save that later. So, uh, we're going to start up at the top. I forget what the order was, so we're going to have to re-roll initiative, I'm afraid. Um, also, you may wonder if you're looking at the visuals, why so many panders? Anybody remember why? Didn't he do a spell or something? So both of the Gargoyle brothers cast Mirror Image as soon as Pander attacked them. And they just became multiple copies of themselves for a few minutes. Or not even minutes, a few seconds. And then as soon as Pander arrived, they morphed in their doppelganger way. Becoming multiple copies, slightly shifting. So you can have a really hard time telling who's the real pander and which ones of them might be the doppelgangers. Sir Islack, I believe the little blue wiggles are a massive gust of wind blowing them all back, bouncing them off the back wall as you release your, um, your magics. And meanwhile, out on the balcony, Twug, surrounded, growling, and battling. Can you please roll initiative? It requires dice, I suppose, eh? It does. It does, I'm afraid. Gore. Initiative score. I'm going to sing random things. Dirty 20. Nice. Oh boy, this is back a ways. I gotta find my notes. <laughs> yes, Gordon, I do keep notes. <laughs> I just can't find them. I do keep them. No idea. <laughs> Alright. I also have the unique problem that my children who are still pretty young. They love to steal the monster manual from me. So, uh, I may have to pause and go find that. <laughs> yeah, I think my son took it. All right, so, uh, let's just get initiative rolls. Uh, Islack, Dirty 20. How'd you do there, uh, Twug? Five. Oof. All right. I'm trying to find my old initiative, hoping I can <laughs> to use make that. Our I'm afraid there's been a brief pause in the battles, and you're... <sighs> um, and so we'll count the new one, I'm afraid. All right. Um, uh, we're still fighting? And Rook. That's what Tog did. And in this particular moment, because we've split the party, um, Gordon, if you want to play Pander, sure. you can go ahead sure. and roll. I, I don't, I don't have his... his. Let me see if his character sheet is available for you. Yeah. I will. Uh, you probably see him 
and I will give it to you as well. I don't know if he filled it in, but you now have okay. access. Uh, oh, he did not fill it in. So, yeah, I think he's just a half elf, a halfling rogue. So, if you want to make one real quick, I would not say no to that. I mean, if you want to give me control, I'll kind of just assume he's got like a dex 18 and then yeah. we'll go from there. And then we'll just go from there. All right. And uh, so if you just want to roll a, a 20 and we'll see. Yep. I mean, don't actually roll a 20. I wouldn't put it past him. 19. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. And then... This is a, a roll 20 mod. You can... <laughs> I would like to only roll 20s, please. Ooh, I mean, that is pretty good. It is called roll 20. All right. Okay, so top of the order. Neutron, you're in the hall holding them at bay, blasting with the gust of wind. It is still in, uh, in effect and it will be until the spell ends. What do you want to do? I'm going to use my longbow to shoot them in the face hole, if possible. All right. So and I believe he has an extra attack, so I'm going to try and... Oh, right. Yeah, You're a ranger. It. He has extra attacky... Attack. What was the other thing I could do that was awesome? Oh, planar warrior? What is planar warrior? <laughs> do, I, do I get to do something awesome with that, too? Uh, well, we'll figure that out as we go. So if you want to go ahead and roll your two attacks. Oh, as a bonus action, I can I can do more damage. Okay, I will roll the attacks. Roll, attacks. Roll, roll, attacks. So that is a... 26 on the first one. Oh, that's going to hit. I need you to roll another d20 for me. Oh, uh, second d20? Yep. 14. <clears throat> oh, I got to look up a spell real fast. And See. the damage and the second attack is a 22. All right. And roll another d20 for me as well, please. As I look up mirror image. One of my favorite spells. I love that spell. Seven on the second one. All right. Righteous eight. Okay, so I know normally I would do the rolling for them, but it's more fun to make you roll. So, um, so with a fourteen, you're rolling against yourself, by the way. Um, with a fourteen, you you hit. This one uh, at the at the farthest to the right, closest to the door, and as the arrow hits it, really solid hit too. It just goes right through and into the back wall as that image just blinks out of existence. Bye. <laughs> Bye. For a second, the other images flicker, and then you you now are like, wait, what? Where, where'd he go? Uh, the second roll, however, was a seven. And so it does strike true. Um, and at the moment, that's this the one immediately to the left of that. There's a cluster of four of them. And then on the top of the stairs, there's three more. 
somewhere in there is one of your friends. Or at least one of your allies. I don't even have known him all that long. He seemed like a decent little halfling. You know, unscrupulous. Just how you like him. Alright, actually, I don't know. Neutron, have you known Pander for like a long time or did you just meet him for this? We, we, we've just met and we're totally super I... friendly. Alright, so you've been drawn in for whatever reason, owing favors to Calron the Mage. Maybe you're just sellswords, but... <laughs> well, he's here somewhere. <laughs> Alright, coming up next. Uh, oh, roll damage for the one attack, please. Uh... I did, what was it? 12. And nice. then I'm gonna, as the bonus action... Uh, yeah, all the damage becomes force damage, and I get to roll an extra d8 of it. Alright, so thank you. Seven damage. For a total of 19 force damage. Whatever that means. Turning it into force damage. All right. How much? 17 altogether. All right. Sorry, 19 altogether. 19 altogether. Fantastic. The arrow sticks into this one, and you hear, as the, as the one of the brothers reacts and uh, uh, shifts backwards a little bit. All of a sudden, you're, you you got an eye on which one it is for now, but it it's hard to keep track as the image keeps skipping and almost like somebody's just pressing fast forward, uh, just a little boop, a few seconds ahead or a few seconds back, and it's very disorienting. All right, well, I'm just um, hoping the um, I'm hoping the arrow sticking out of him is a little bit of an indicator <laughs> um, to which one to shoot so again. So the very next time they all go, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if you want to spend one of your like part of your turn doing a perception check to be like which one had the arrow then hopefully that's the case okay all right coming up next we've got pander what's pander gonna do hey uh can you give me control of pander oh sorry um that would mean so i have he's... to figure out which one he is oh he's at the base i remember that because he was he nearly fell down the stairs and he ran down the stairs <clears throat> yeah he was like he's the closest going down the stairs because the other one was going to chase him and turned. And I think it was uh, down. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one sec. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can pass over control. I, I believe you've got control of his sheet. You should anyway. Which uh, should give you control of his icon. Oh, okay. I put one down. Okay. And... I will delete one because... There's, you've oh, already I can't, I can't, executed I can't move them. him, though, now. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. weird. I can put him down, but I can't move him. All right. Weird. Oh, got it. Okay, so Pander... Um, and, and to be fair, I think he was within range of them. So he yeah. is good. He sees, like, copies of him. Yeah. It's and really he's trippy. a little bit worried and also like, ah, so he's gonna he's going to use his bonus action to disengage. Okay. And he's, and he's going to move on... Oh, so he's going back down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, he's like and he... slipping on the steps as he goes. <clears throat> yeah, and he's calling out for help. 
from uh, Rook because he okay. he because Rook is probably right, I let's guess hear I'll just your put best, him your best pander voice. It's like, oh, Mr. Rook, I could use some help. <laughs> Begging your pardon, Mr. Rook. There's murder to be done. Yeah. Um, so he still has his action. I think he's going to. I'll move him over to like the other side where he's back in the basement. <clears throat> and I think seeing the door open, he's probably going to basically open the door and, and, and kind of run around the corner. All right. As he's kind of calling for help. So just scrambling, practically falling down the stairs. Um, so one of them just took off. All right. Uh, and I believe that's his turn. And he comes yep. around the corner. And uh, I don't remember. Uh, at that point, he would would not see Rook. He just sees an open door on the far side of a kitchen. And there's right. busy pots. And pots are bubbling and stirring themselves. It's a very magical kitchen. Uh, knives are just busy chopping away, uh, making yeah. making the meal. Uh, buckets Though I assume around. Rook would probably have heard this. Since he's only really just opened the door. Yes. Uh, with your passive, what's your passive? Uh, my passive is 19. Not, oh, okay. That's super high. Uh, you're fairly far down the stairs and through like what looked like a larder. So okay. the door is open and you do hear it echo uh, as Pander's calling out for Rook. All right. That's your turn, Pander. Uh, coming up next. Oh, and what was Rook's initiative? I'll roll it right now. Thank you. Now that he knows something's going on. Not good. Seven. Oh, dear. All right. All right. There you are. Coming up next. The Garrixes. So all of the various copies of Pander turn and look at each other. And it's like almost like a mirror or a. Uh, a funhouse, except there's a delay as all the heads begin to look inwards, and they give a nod, and then they go, uh, and they start chanting this high, reedy voice. is like, Intruders! Intruders! And you see these glyphs begin to glow in various places around the room. Um, you see these crests and this arcane mark appear and it's kind of like a stylized G it was almost not visible before it was it looked like it was just part of a crest on shields and so forth and now like every fourth thing uh mounted on the wall now is glowing and uh, uh you can you can almost feel this really intense just as the whole house just kind of gives a very slight like tingling shudder as though a big wind has just blown the whole thing but you didn't move at all so they activated something and that's their turn although they do decide to go whoop hold on wrong button uh they do decide and those uh so th three of sorry um three of them turn and begin to scramble down the steps. I'll worry about the physics about the way that looks. Uh, three panders begin to run down the steps, and the other three um, are going to look over at Islack, and they kind of 
in their position again, and he looks down at Islak, and the three of them raise their hand up like this, and it's actually absolutely terrifying at first because the effect gets mirrored, but it doesn't mirror the damage. As they go, and um, let me just roll a quick number here. Let's that's fine. Just 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 level two. So as um, five, yeah, four. No, no, it's default is four. So five. Um, the, their fingertips all begin to go on one hand, just with this kind of radiant dark purple light. And then this magic missile goes up the hall and slams into Islek. Um, so you're going to be taking five uh, magic missile hits. Um, all right, then. Uh, that's going to be a total of 20... Whoa! Damn, I rolled real high. I'm sorry, bro. 20 points of damage. I rolled a 16. And, uh, plus one on each. So, 20 points of damage as the magic missiles. And it looks like all three of these panders did this. And for a second, their image flickers and you can see the one of them is the guy and the five missiles come out and then the image flickers again and slams into you. And that's their turn. Um, coming is up next. Dagus Rook? Uh, actually, it's the gargoyles. So the gargoyles uh, surrounding Twug out on the balcony just beginning to circle around him and uh, their their stone claws are hard and sharp as they all and they lash out at you. I believe they get two attacks each. First attack uh, doesn't uh, <laughs> that's not going to be great. Uh, does a thirteen hit your AC? Okay, well a five's not going to do it either. No. So one of them you duck under this open. Uh, uh, outstretched arm. The second one, oof. Uh, uh, again, lower than 13 on both attacks. You're just nimbly sidestepping or sticking your arm in there, like your arm out to block their strike at the last I am, second. I am pretty nimble. Yeah. yeah. This massive half-orc showing what they're worth. Oh my goodness. Yes. These gargoyles are rolling trash. Uh, as that is a seven, no, a, yeah, seven and an eight. You are the luckiest half-orc ever, as these things just yeah, try yeah. to take chunks out of you. You even dodge at one point, and they bash into each other. No damage, but you're just tying them up in knots, and they do not get any purchase on you. Coming up next, now it's Rook's turn. What do you want to do, Rook? You're standing at so the So hearing entrance. kind of like the kerfuffle, like he... While he he thinks that the pen is leading him somewhere, that it probably is the right way to go. Yeah, he he's not the type to abandon kind of comrades if they're in the middle of a fight. As it goes off, so into the dark, he kind of has a hold. little bit of a like. He sees it. He's like, all right, I'll I'll fall. I'll get you. I'll, we'll come for you in a moment, and then he's gonna go up. Sure thing. Spend your move. So five, ten. As you rush 15, up the stairs, 15, when you'd open 25. the door, or rather, the pen did. Um, 
you can smell this musty air coming up from underneath of dampness and earth. You turn around and run up the stairs. You make it to the kitchen, and you can see Kander in there. Uh, And that's about when you felt the boom of the house, and the whole place just passed by. And in your head, Cat, one of your friends, whispers, Oh, that's probably not good. So, okay. And then Angel replies, yeah, that's probably magic shit. Mm-hmm. He is going to... Um, let's see. So he sees Pander and uh, hiding around the corner. Mm-hmm. So he is going to use his bonus action Actually, when, to when hot... Come around the... Oh, yep. you... You're not actually stepping out to where Pander can see you? Um, yeah, he'll step out. He'll step okay. out. Okay, so Pander he'll use his bonus sees action you that shit. comes out and he's like, Hey, hey, this way. Yeah, so he... he, he, he used, so that's five, uh, ten, fifteen, twenty, okay. twenty-five. Stop. Yeah. Please yep. do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. As you're making your way through the kitchen towards Pander, just rushing on your bonus action. Um, let's see how you do. 14. Uh, 14 just makes it, so you're okay. As a dag, okay. as uh, one of the kitchen knives goes and slams into the wall, slams itself into the wall, like mere inches okay. from your face, as you're about five, maybe ten feet away from Pander at this point. As one of the kitchen knives has now hurled itself across the room. Okay. Pander he is looks going over to. And, goes, ah! and ducks just. And you can roll for Pander a dexterity saving throw as a pot of boiling water upends itself in his direction. Wait, too. <laughs> Ooh, he's fine. Steps back and. And the pot hits the ground and angrily rolls back up and kind of scoots its way back up kind of tangling up in his foot and he gives it a little kick away from him and you both so, so um uh, um i guess really quickly i guess these is it like enemy coming and i guess pender will spawn yeah and so rook is gonna with his action he's gonna ready an attack for anything that's for what's coming through sure thing and that will be rook's turn all right awesome next up twug Back upstairs, Bug. <laughs> you've got all kinds of combat. I do, and I'm raging. So you've been I'm raging gonna... for two and a half weeks. <laughs> I have. Yeah. So I'm going to attack with my great axe. I think so. I've hit a couple of them already. Yeah, I didn't record their hit points, so I put it down as they took. Two of them took 20 points of damage, and one of them took nothing. It's probably okay. probably about right. I don't know. This, yeah, the guy that I just pinged, why is there a green circle on him? Um, Did you daze him or something? No. Not that I'm... Mark him? I looked for, I looked for any kind of thing I could have marked him with, and I can't anything but i'm new at playing one of these 
a, a barbarian, but right. I can't. For fun, because I didn't do my homework and and find all the things for it. Uh, I'm going to say that that one was hit by one of his brothers, like one of the other gar... Uh, I've got to be careful with brothers, because there are brothers running around. Uh, the other gargoyles, in all your dodging, dipping, diving, and ducking, and dodging, um, you two of them smashed into each other, and that one's going to be disadvantaged next round. Because they okay. bunked into each other. I don't remember what um, the green meant. I don't either, which is why I asked. So hopefully All right. disadvantage for a round is fair. I'm gonna... He's been hit, so I'm gonna hit him again. Sure thing. And are, you, are you gonna do great weapon mastery like and reckless attack? <sighs> I'm all by myself. Um... Well, I'll do great weapon master attack, but um, do I have the other one? I don't see it. Oh, reckless. Reckless. You you attack um, with advantage, but then they yeah. all get advantage on you. But if you attack the one that has disadvantage, it'll just be a straight roll. So if you don't attack the one, but like all if you attack the one of the other ones, ones do. But they will all have yeah. it on me. Yeah. Yeah, I've got three of them on me. I don't want to take that risk. That's I'm not going to tell you what my hit points are, times. but yeah, you don't. Okay. I can't afford that right now because I'm not feeling good. Try to down one because <laughs> try to down one because your bonus action. If you can down one, you'll get. Yeah, hit you again. can get three attacks technically. You can <gasps> do two, yes! and then a bonus. Oh, natural That's twenty! Cool. Oh, there it is. Damn. Damn. I used to have plus, a natural 20 animation. Plus, I get two for my... Rage. Is it two or three for my rage? At two. this level? Probably level. Uh, probably three. You're level seven now. Um, Which, if you haven't updated... Two. Please make sure you update your character to level seven. Oh, that's why I'm at six. Oh! All right. You not only rolled Mac... Not only did you roll a d20 and get a 20, you also rolled max damage. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I did. Gee, that's a lot. Okay, so let's do a basic math. So... 12 and 16 is 28, right? And then you get an extra little bit there. I mean, what's the second one? Oh, you rolled another Why d20. Is... I don't know. It's oh, funny. do I get extra for rage? No, it's already got added in there. Or do you get That's an extra D D12 when you crit? Are you that kind of barbarian? I don't know. Because mm, it's rolled an extra I'm a D12. bear. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I think you get an extra crit die. I think that's oh, how that okay. works. So that's why oh, it's right. a three and a, and a nine and sixteen. So you so, got yeah, because you did thirty one have... points of damage. Describe it. What do you want to like? Yeah, you just took him out. Okay, which means I then also get an extra attack. You, you would have gotten it anyways because you critted. Uh, but if I reduce. A creature to eight uh, zero if you, HP. If you crit or reduce. I can make. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either so, one. All right. Either so either one. I. I'm yeah. gonna say you smash not the one on disadvantage. You smash the one closest to the window. You duck down, 
You spin around. How do you want to take him out? And I just go overhead and come straight down on his noggin, just like a watermelon. And there's this weird resistance as you hit the stone casing of its skull, and it just crack. It's got that vibration in your hands as your axe hits, and you drive through, and then all of a sudden the resistance gives way, and then it it's not fully empty, though, as it drags through the sinuous, through the skull and the brain. It's soft underneath, and the blood begins seeping out as you cleave it deep into the center of its chest. And then it falls backwards, and you yank your axe back. They bleed. They die. Okay. So I'm going to just turn and look at the other one with my most menacing look because I have that um, but this time it's just for flavor uh, and I will attack that with a 22 that hits plus 2 nice yep and for the I... damage uh, oh I just oh, need so to be double 12. check the rage I had to just double check the rage because I wasn't leveled up so oh, okay. it is still just a plus two. Okay, so 12 points of damage. Oof, that's a heavy yeah. hit. Um, this this one has not been injured yet, though. So it takes the hit and just... All right. A, a but I get another. Chipped out of it. You do, as a bonus I action. I get another. And you get to add all your stuff to it. Oh, you know what? I didn't get advantage on my... Um, I didn't take advantage on my initiative. I could have had a higher initiative. Mm. I'll let you re-roll at the end of this round. As you okay. as you just bite your lip and the bit of green blood uh, that's is just only pouring down your chin. Our uh, ten to hit on the last one. You can kick out at it, and it. Oh yeah. no! You swing again, and the last one leaps back at the last second. You're panting. You're trying to catch your breath, and uh, you're just seeing red. But you missed. Uh, so that would make. I just rolled a d twenty, and that would make my initiative eight. <laughs> much better much better all right better than the four it is you just double whatever nice yeah. all right you sl- your take you now are only facing two enemies all right coming up next top of the order neutron what do you want to do i think you're muted steve first i will unmute myself Good plan. And then I'll probably squawk about it and do more shooting of arrows at. You hear this really loud screeching sound echoing through the hall. Do I. Can I perceive to see if I tell which one of those has an arrow sticking out of it or was previously injured? I'm gonna. I would say I would let you do that as a bonus action. He ain't gonna take that time. Ain't nobody okay. got time for that. He's gonna shoot twice. It works fifty percent right. of the time. It works every time. Nice. Twenty-four. All right. For... And roll another d twenty. Oh, I'll roll for the bad guy. Six. Uh, it hits. It actually goes. And through. then a twenty-six. And, and roll a... another d twenty. Ooh, seventeen on that one. Okay, so um, the sec, the first arrow. Hits and then you see them all flicker again for a second, 
and now they've all got various arrows sticking out of them, so it's hard to tell. So you send the arrow through again, and the second one, bamps. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the pander. Um, so you did hit once. Go ahead and roll damage. Damage roll. Hang on. I gotta get back to where the damage roll happened. Hey, Tough Mooks in the house. Thanks for dropping by. Sorry you couldn't join us. If you have any suggestions when your when your mage shows up, Timely, um, we're happy to uh, you know game by remote a little bit. But welcome to the game. Thanks for watching. Uh, Timely mentioned something in the chat. Uh, hey folks, nice. Hill cheering you on from the spines, aka Twitch. Hi, Timely. Uh, yeah. Okay, damage roll. Seven. Seven points of damage. Nice. All right. And this is this is the one that's been hit repeatedly at this point. So he's starting to... Uh, he's showing a little bit of wear and tear. Uh, you can see some blood, and it's like... And um, you see the face kind of warp away from the cheerful-looking half-elf, or halfling, and uh, it becomes kind of purple with rage as it calls out... You'll never escape this place alive. <laughs> we will oh, take you to the master. I'm going to apply the extra damage to him as my bonus action again, yeah. too, rather than move. So an another six on that guy. Nice. Because I don't like him. No, that's fair. It's his purple, <laughs> distorted, bulging face. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll see how and that goes. I'm assuming that your gust of wind is still up, or is that it an lasts for a minute, a okay. full minute? Yeah. So I'm going to say that your wings are causing it. Sure. Um, and then your arms are free for the bow. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is your turn, I think. Okay, coming up next. Boomba? No, Pander. Sorry, Pander. I wrote that wrong. <laughs> Pandra's gonna, like, he knows that he's being chased, so he's going to try to... I think what he's gonna do initially is he is going to hide. Okay. So roll stealth check with yep. his bonus action. And he's right near the door frame, so he kind of does the whole hide behind the hide door behind thing. The door. Yeah. So that's a 20. Dirty. He's then going to kind of look around to see if he if the the other... His doppel, not his doppelgangers, but yes, his doppelgangers are following him yeah. through the door because he hasn't closed the door. Okay, do um, a perception check. This will be... Uh, I'll give this one for free, but the DC is higher. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to assume it's a little bit lower. 12. Does he, see, does he see anything in the next room? He looks out into the hallway and just sees the elaborate hall and the, the glyphs beginning to glow and pulse a little bit. Um, and they've got this reddish kind of slow pulse to them as this elaborate G is beginning to glow. And he hears other things in the kitchen rattling and stirring. Uh, even a few of the things out on the hall don't look too friendly, but he does not see his pursuer in this moment. Okay, so then he is going to use his action yeah. to... He, he's going to hold his action to attack anything that's going through the door. Sure thing. 
All right, uh, that is his turn then. It is now Garex's turn. So we'll deal with the one at the top. Um, the Magical Brother, there's only two images, so you've got a 50-50 chance there, Steve. Um, as he's now looking out down the hall at you, and he's like... And um, he's, it, he reaches into his robes and pulls out uh, a, a band of like a, off of a necklace, as though he's just yanked a necklace off. And he just grabs one of these beads and just hucks it down the hall at you. Uh, I'm going to need you to do a dexterity saving throw, please. I'm going to say with advantage, because the buffeting wind might make it harder for this little orb to go. Uh, 18 plus, so 22. Oh yeah, you saved. And it would have hit you, except um, the wind just redirects it at the last second, and it hits against, uh, kind of against the wall, against some of these ornate tapestries, and this glowing field just goes around the tapestry that it hits. And the tapestry, which has been buffeting in the wind of your gust of wind, um, suddenly stops buffeting and is held. That could have been you. All right. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, down below, you are both in the kitchen and um, you're waiting for a few seconds, hoping Rook crouched by the, uh, the one counter, Hander really tucked into a corner there. And uh, all of a sudden, a couple of the, the chopping blocks kind of like flip themselves off of the counter and begin roll, like kind of flip flopping in your direction and begin badgering at your ankles, not really doing any damage, but clattering at Rook because you didn't have a chance to hide so they could see you. Um, meanwhile, the rest of the kitchen, some of the um, some of the cutlery and uh, pots are beginning to swing pretty wildly on their hanging frames. The fire rages up uh, in bursts, but it's a, it's on the far side. doesn't seem to do anything. Uh, I am going to need Rook to do another dexterity saving throw, this time at disadvantage, as dozens of forks and knives and ladles and a, and a, um, a rolling pin all hurl themselves across the room at top breakneck speed. Oh, disadvantage, 10. I'm sorry, but as you're you managed to duck a few things, you're like, whoa, as the as uh, one of the knives, sharper looking knives, and a couple of forks go whistling past your ear, and you look up just in time to see a rolling pin just bonk, catch it right in the face. Uh, okay. Taking four points of uh, of bludgeoning damage, which I think you can have. Um, but I'm holding my action, right? So wouldn't that use my reaction That's if true. I fire? You, yeah, so you're I'm, trying to stay concentrated on the door. So, yeah. Okay, you're going to take four points of legend and you have it, bing! Ugh, right above the left eyebrow. Uh, full speed uh, a rolling pin, just bang! Uh, and a few other things. Even some of the vegetables are hurled in your direction. It's tomato time. All right. Uh, Meanwhile, Pander uh, is braced. You are braced and the door creaks open and you're like, eh, it was worth it. There's nothing. And then... And so you know I do have true sight. You do, because of those glasses. And you turn around 
um, just in time to see three panders like through step through the door you came through towards the basement behind you um because they came from a direction you were not expecting i'm gonna say that their ac is a little bit higher as you pivot to try to get your shot off um so they're gonna be about plus two to their ac Uh, but just so you know because i have true sight I see the real one. Yeah, so the real one, the other two are semi-translucent, and the real one is the one in the middle. Okay. So I'll get my reaction shot off. Uh... 15. (laughs) Nice, definitely food fight. Don't forget to throw the baguette. Thank you, uh, Donnie. I will. I will tell them they're gonna be dodging baguette in a moment. Actually, at this moment, as he fires, the baguette goes boom into the side of his head, not doing any damage, but it's a waste of good bread, I tell you. I rolled a fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, that is that is a hit because they don't okay. have to roll because you can see right through. So go ahead okay. and roll your damage. Yeah, but it won't be sneak attack. Unfortunately uh, not. There was a food fight. So it takes he takes ten damage. Also, if he was concentrating on a spell, he now he has to roll a concentration check at disadvantage. Which would be the case, but mirror image is not concentration. Unfortunately, yeah, just in That's case he was I concentrating on so something. Much. Yeah. No, he uh, did something else to get yeah. in the room. All right, so that's your reaction. Um, and next, it is actually Pander gets a chance to go as well. Yeah, he's uh, with this reaction. Uh, he had a dagger out, uh, but seeing as they came from the other side, and he, he just turns around as Rook had just quickly pivoted and shot. He's gonna throw a he's gonna throw uh, a dagger. Yeah, he's got lots of daggers, so not yeah. a problem. And it's just within his range, so you can go ahead yeah. and roll short range. Okay. Um... Twenty six. Ooh. Now roll a d twenty for me, please. Okay. Seven. Okay, that's actually good news because um, they have to roll high to k- hit one of these things. So he sees it react and it hasn't had a chance to flicker as the arrow strikes true from Rook and he targets that one. <laughs> a little flash of silver as the dagger goes <laughs> and digs in. Go ahead and roll. He was stealthed, so he gets to add. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. So then oh, he, and he gets rolls his max damage too. Max for the dagger, and yes, he was stealth. So he and he does roll, have a plus uh, one dagger, unless he's going to have thrown a non plus one dagger. He might not have. Uh, I, well, I think I think that would have been. I think the he would have thrown the non one because um, yeah, he doesn't he, want to just lose. He'll his just plus draw one. and throw a different one. No big deal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's max eight and his sneak attack. We're all level seven, so he would get. Uh, Forty-six. That little halfling just done a lot. Ah, so he does nineteen. Nineteen. So between us, we've done twenty-nine. All right, twenty. This guy, you see him step out, an 
spotting, spitting an image of Pander step out, and you hear the voice, You will never leave this. Alright, that is your reaction. Um, now it is Garrick. It's his turn, and he is not messing around. So he's going to be like, ah, fuck this. And just this little teeny moat goes in your direction. Little little ember goes flying in your direction. Lands pretty much directly between the two of you. And then blossoms almost in slow motion into this beautiful, terrifying burst of flame. Okay. Uh, I need you both to do a dexterity saving throws. Uh, he actually targeted right against the back wall. Because he's not a fool. He's not going to catch himself in his own fireball. But y you're both okay. within the range. Okay. Uh, that's good. Dude, another natural 20 for Gordon. Let's count the ways. And a 19. So Damn. 28 and a, for a Rook and a 19 for Pander. That's a good Ooh. one. Okay. You both, you both make your saves and you both have evasion. So and so, But here's one thing with Rook. Like, whereas like Pander, he just somehow, the flames just miss him as he's kind of evading underneath the pantry. Rook is caught in the open. And as the flames are coming at him, he... he he actually doesn't dodge. He actually just flickers and just starts to go translucent. Oh, nice. And the flames just go through him. Like, it's almost instinctive. And then as the flames subside, he's back to normal. He just kind of looks like... And in that moment, as you step away, your friends are all gathered around you. And you can feel their hands on your shoulder. You can feel Angel clap you on the back and be like, Good one, mate. Give him hell. And then you're back in the room. And uh, Pander, the only way he could have dodged all that would have been to just man like slip around the corner, and the the flames go blasting the through the doorway, and he's just like, <laughs> "All right, that is sure. that." Uh, he's still got a little bit of movement left as Pander, um, well, not that Pander, the uh, Garex retreats back into that doorway, uh, leading down into the basement. As the three of them go into the door frame and out of the immediate sight. All right. Um, that is their turn. Next up, uh, let's go back up to the top floor. I mean, let's let's start with the two gargoyles. Oh, uh, yeah, two gargoyles surrounding Twug. Um, these two begin um, kind of trying to force you into a corner. So they both... Uh, actually, you know what? They're not totally stupid. I'm going to say they're going to try to flank you. And so one shifts around to give them advantage on the attacks. Uh, so first attack. Uh, this is all plus three. So does a 17 hit your AC? Yes. Okay. Um... That'll be six points of slashing damage. Halved. Halved, right. Uh, the next attack from the same gargoyle, this is the one who kind of wedged itself next to the wall. Um, I don't think a 10 hits your AC. 
and that was the higher of the two. The other one was even lower. All right, so he misses his second attack. Uh, the other one, seeing you uh, kind of hedged in between the two of you, snarls at you. Not just die, orc. Oops. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> does a 18 hit your AC? It does. Yeah. All right. So you're going to take seven points of slashing damage as the claws open up. Second, you have to three. Um, and the second attack as it tries to bite you this time um, and just <sighs> digging in. Uh, does a 17 hit? I don't remember. I have memory of a yes. goldfish. Yeah, okay. Uh, so this is going to be this bite as its jaws, this long stony jaws open up and these nasty, half-broken, jagged teeth dig into your shoulder. Um, Didn't one of them have disadvantage? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wait, okay, okay, hold on. So Thank all of you. these are going to be the earlier rolls. Thankfully, uh, roll 20 keeps track of all that. So the first one was a nat one, so that's not going to help him. Uh, and the, no, sorry, the second one was a nat one, so he misses completely, and the first one would have been a seven. So he, oh, but he has advantage, so it would have been the first die, yeah, so. Yeah, it would have been the first one, yeah. Yeah, so the, the claw didn't happen. He did not hit you for seven points of clawing damage. Okay, so I gotta add three. Add three back, but the bite attack does hit you, um, with a 17. That was the first roll. You can see the numbers okay. in the thing. I'm not making this up. Uh, so that is going I to be you. that is going to be 12 points of piercing damage as the claw Six. as the maw just chomps onto your shoulder. And for one second, your name is Wesley. All right. <laughs> Intelligent gargoyles, no such thing. Well, I've been watching too many Batman uh, things, Donnie. Sorry, pal. In my world, gargoyles are just misunderstood. All right. So, you yeah, you take half damage. Okay, coming up next. Uh, I did that one. I did that one. Okay. Meanwhile, Islack, I need you to do a dexterity saving throw, please. Um, before, yeah, hang on one second. Sure. So these walls are lined with various yeah. shelves and accoutrements. Some of them are you are, are you doing uh are you doing strength saving throws for those guys each round of each turn of theirs that they start in the line of that wind, they need to pass a fifty like a, a DC fifteen strength saving throw not to be pushed backwards. Okay. Um well they weren't trying to advance on you, but I will Doesn't say um, they will get pushed back into the wall unless they succeed at a DC 15. Okay, thank you. Uh, I will roll just for the last round. We forgot earlier and too far back. I'll, I'll just roll this one. That would be a straight roll. So 14. So they get bashed against the wall. Let's say at this moment you flap your wings and thump. They get thrown against that back wall, taking 1d4 points of bludgeoning damage. Do you want to roll it, or should I? Well, let's see what comes up. 
Invisible in the dark. Two. Alright, they took two points of bludgeoning damage. Hey, every little bit. Nice job. And he's... And, then, yeah. and their face is now this bubbling purpley... It's, it's not... It's visibly not Pander anymore, but it's this weird hybrid of him. Okay, uh, meanwhile, how'd you do on your dexterity saving throw? I didn't roll that yet. Uh, 17 on that one, and 20 on that one. I Why'd you roll twice? Two. Oh, I thought you said roll twice. 17. Oh, just, nope, just one. Uh, that's a pass. So, you're going to take, uh, you don't have evasion as a ranger, do you? No. Okay, so you're going to take half of this as a halibird in one of the cases on the wall has been rattling and all of the different accoutrements along the wall, um, mostly shields and other things start kind of shaking and this halibird kind of hops itself to the edge of its shelf and yeets itself off and falls down and just thunks into one of your wings as it falls. You're only going to take mm -hmm. half damage, but it's a halibird, so they... they yeah. So only five points of damage uh, halved down to two. As you take a bit of slashing damage, it hits the ground and begins to flip-flop uselessly on the ground trying to get in your direction. The other things begin to fall off the shelves in your direction. It's this weird cacophony of things falling, um, starting at the end of the hall and beginning to fall inwards towards you. And Halibird's the one that got to clip you. All right. Uh, that is their turn. Coming up next, Rook. Rook, uh, has he lost sight of... Uh... He did. They ran around the corner and in through the uh, the door that you came out of. Uh, you, yeah. They're heading down into the basement. Okay. He is going to... Because they had just moved around the corner, so he, I think what he's going to do is he's going to follow them. Okay. As you come around the corner, you can see them um, about yeah. halfway down the first flight of stairs. Uh, and you can tell that it's the middle one is actually him. The other two are moving and shifting. Uh, you can still see the outline of them, but they are not uh, they're not going to escape your vision of those magical glasses that you're wearing. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to put my bow and, and take out my magic dagger and I'll use the rest of my movement to get right up close and stab him. Nice. All right. Go ahead and make for stabby stab. Stabby stab. It's not a plus one dagger, but it does have grease. Um... Ooh, just a 10. Unfortunately, that's a miss as you go rushing in. Yeah, Even though that you can you can see which one's really him, the image of the other thing still trying to get in your way. And it's just distracting, yeah. even though it's mostly translucent. So you hit the wall beside him, leaving this yeah, okay. gouge. All right, anything else you want to do? You um, do have a bonus action if you want. Stabby stab, I mean, pokey poke. <laughs> Thanks, Donnie. Yeah, I'll, I'll, 
can I can I draw with my bow's action like a regular dagger with my offhand and try to stab him? Sure. It is an okay. offhand, but you might be able to get something. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, terrible. Ten. Missed that, too. You're getting them all out of the way. Yeah, I know. Double, double whiff. And you look at him now, and he, the face of Pander's looking back. At him. And he, he says in Pander's voice perfectly, he's like, Why are you attacking me? you deserve it it's weird to say that to somebody who might be your ally and you're like no it's so convincing it's so convincing for a moment you can almost forgive your friends for not seeing through the disguise secretly that probably bothered you a little bit like how could gex gex not know and then when you're looking at this i mean if it weren't for the vision of true sight through the glasses, you would really have a hard time telling the, telling this from the real pander. Okay, <clears throat> that's your turn. Twug, back up on the balcony, covered in so, bits of your own blood, their blood. What do you want to do? Their blood, good. It's, it's um, not really blood. It's almost like a sinuous... Icker. Yeah, yeah. It's a reddish brown color almost like old um brake fluid kind of looking or old transmission fluid kind of right seeping out and you are coated in it from the waist down just that's where this actually all of you like your entire face and everything when you slashed into the head it was just that makes chunks me of happy. stone so i am going to attack recklessly Oh, going big. Which one do you want to get? They they already have advantage. So they do. So it yeah, it doesn't really So I am going to start with He's been hit the most, right? I uh, yeah. Yeah. He's a, a little bit more than the other one. I'm going to Yes. Yes. Oh, that's another oh. crit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well done. Good thing you took and reckless. And I did, I did really good on my damage, oh too. Oh, my God. All right. I did that real is... good on my, plus two. Yeah, so that is 35 points of damage. Go ahead and describe it. As you just look at the one that had been had been disoriented and hit the green dot one, and it it kind of gives its head a shake and looks up at you. And, what do you do to him? What I just do you growl. do? I growl back at it, and again I just heave my great axe up over my head, and I do another watermelon smash. This is just you chopping wood just over the head it's it's almost like golden axe that old game where you see the arc of the of the axe behind you and it's just, yeah and i believe you did take a, a magical axe actually didn't you i did yeah so there should be plus ones yeah. on the oh yeah it is plus one so yeah it actually leaves this trail behind it it's not golden though what color is the axe trail I'd say it's 
I like blue. Let's go with blue. Sure. Blue, but there's these little bits blue. of stone and the ichor trailing off of it as well from the last one. It's just like leaving this spray behind you, like a, like almost like a, uh, you know, like a rooster tail of a, of a boat. Yeah. Just spraying around and smashes into this thing and just... Nice. You cut clean through this thing and it hits with the force just and shards of stone just go scattering all across the whole balcony. It is just gone and shattered. There's no chunk bigger than the size of your fist. I love it. All right. So That's I'm just going to kind of pivot. I've got two more. Pivot. I'm going to just pivot to the other one and just look at it again with my most menacing look. And I'm going to swing my great axe again. And it's 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 for my entire turn that I have the great or the reckless, right? Yeah, right. You you didn't you didn't do the great weapon mastery like the plus or the minus 5. That's right. You uh, could do that no. if you want to, but um I mean, if you're rolling all crits anyway, it doesn't... Uh, apparently, the mantle yeah. has been passed. No. <laughs> way. Oh, yeah. No way. That's exactly the same roll. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a little bit lower. It's a, The the damage the is damage a little bit is lower. The damage is a bit lower. Oh, yeah. my God. That is a second, second critical. These are like... Three, Third. three crits. Oh, three in the yeah, but two in a yeah, row. So oh my two god! In a row. Okay. All right, nice. That Eesh. does a total of twenty-one points of damage as this thing just looks at you. Did you, you add spin. the two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, twenty-two points of damage. Sorry. Yeah, twenty-two points of damage. Oh man, it's it's hurting. It's still up though. As you jump. Just shatter one of its stone wings and is trying and to I, hop out of the way. I'm just gonna take another, like, I'm just gonna pull it around the back and give it a little wink. Nice. And, and you get another attack because yeah. you're critting like crazy. 22. Or 22 18. will hit. Damn. I got max damage. Oh. 18. So it's a total of 18. Damage. Describe it. <laughs> you did it. You, you just won Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> if Take it's them out. To do, I did it. Um, I just again. No, this time I'm beheading it. I take my great axe and I come to the side and I just. You I have a real issue with heads. Yeah. You why aim for the body? Just aim for the head. That that makes sense. That that's you know. philosophy right there. So you just you've just done a massive swing and you backhand it towards him in a spin. Almost just like if you were doing like a, a, a full spin around <laughs> and you actually do the full 360. And it just goes and takes its head clean off. The head bounces into the corner of the hall, but you hit with so much force 
that it actually goes smashing through the doorway, the body, the yeah. decapitated body, um, smashes through the doorway into the office of Garrix in the room before. So there are now two exits. Um, and you did, that's quite a hit because that was a very, very resistant uh, glass. Uh, and it is nice. no more. So I'm going to... You still have your movement. Yes, I do. And I have... You can go out into the hall where you see the wind just buffeting past and hear a clattering of a whole bunch of stuff hitting the ground out there. Um, or you can go into the office. I... But I can get through the office, right? You haven't been in... The, oh, you know what, Rook? Do an intelligence check for me. For Twug. This, okay. Because to That's see if you can recall... In the layout because Rook did describe everything. Whatever your intelligence is. This is just at a normal roll. Yeah. 18. Oh my god. That is one educated half-orc. Half He's just like almost perfect recall. Hey, brains and brawn. Nice. Alright, so you recall that there were actually two exits uh, three exits out of the office. So there's um, this one that is on the north end, which you can see, but there's okay. also a spiral staircase, a narrow spiral staircase oh, right winding here. its way down, just uh, almost where the gargoyle's body landed. So you step right. over the, the shattered threshold into the room. Which way do you want to go the from way, there? I can't move my character oh, for some I'll, reason. I'll see if I can yeah. fix that. It's not letting me. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, but I want to go right here. Uh, okay, so you go rushing through the room, uh, and you get to the basically midway, like 5, 10, 15. You're about to go through the other door leading out into kind of a dressing room area uh, where uh, I Slack had been waiting prior, and there's those three big chests that Rook was like, question mark? Uh, on the map, and you're about to go through the door. You reach down to open the door, and then suddenly you hear something behind you. You hear a clattering and a clanking as a massive suit of armor suddenly animates right next to you, and the blade just goes as you go to leave its area of, uh, of effect, and it gets an attack of opportunity at you. And because okay. you weren't expecting it, and it, you're still reckless, it's I no, it's got advantage. Um, I have. It oh, you have alert. But you were no, reckless I don't have alert, round. but I do have another feature that if as long as I'm, uh, what is it? Um, one is it uh is it the one where you can't be surprised if you oh maybe this is at the beginning of combat is this wouldn't be the beginning unfortunately no you're just like okay. trying to run at the last few seconds of your turn so all right it does i get was a thinking of you. my feral instinct but oh okay so it does whoop ah, wrong button sorry um it does get a swing at you with advantage. It would have had advantage okay. anyway because uh, you were still. Ah, I was raging. Or, or yeah, I'm yeah, reckless. Reckless. 
You are definitely reckless as it runs past. Does an 18 hit your AC? 18 hits. Okay, that's going to be 2d6 plus a bunch. Okay, that's going to be 11 points of damage uh, as this massive blade. Yep. Yep. As this slashing Uh. damage goes up your back and you're like, eh. All right. As All this right. massive I'm suit gonna... of armor, the head of it kind of flopping half open goes. Real I'm going to keep running. Recognize this. Okay. I'm going to keep running. Let it come after me. All right. Uh, where did you want to run to? You should be able to control it now. Uh, righty. I'm going to go to. You probably have movement uh, for days. So five, I have. 10, 15, yeah, 15, I have 40. 30, 35. Feet. So you can get right there. Right where you are. Yeah. You're at the next door in the dressing room. And you can hear yeah. on the far side this buffeting wind, this clamoring. Um, but the door is closed. Okay. And with that, we're actually going to... Well, do you want to do one more turn or take a break right now? Quick break? We can take another turn. Okay, let's take a quick turn around. Neutron, top of the order. What do you want to do? Uh... How much damage have I done to those guys? Like, not a lot. He's hurt. Um, well, you look at okay, him and so he looks. I'll give you this. He, in the old game terms, he looks bloody. I used to play fourth edition too. I've played all but you know, three point five actually. Is he one bloody. of the? Are they one of the creature types I can select when using protection from evil and good? Um, or specific ones. You know what? I need to look that up real quick. Because it says aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and the undead. Are they not fey? Uh, they might be fey. Let me just check real tr- really quick. I thought they were. I... Uh, it is none of those. It is considered a monstrosity. I guess I can't use that on uh, that's, that's what I had thought. I'm gonna uh, say that Sir Isaac Neutron is well-learned and quickly runs through the... in his mind, would this spell take effect? Yeah, no, And he well, determines no. Well, in that case, I will do an... <laughs> Just gonna keep shooting. This is this is like uh, you know, two guys in the ring just punching it out. Cause why not? It's gonna work eventually. All right. So go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna roll that second die. What's the second die for every time? Do you have disadvantage for some reason. No. Um, you will have to roll the dice to see if you hit his image or not. Right. Oh, okay. So the first one was 23. That would hit. And then uh, the, the second roll would be a three. And then my okay, attack that roll is a, uh, so You don't need to worry about that after that, because he's only got one image left. So you're oh. aim, and you're just like, meeny, meeny, miny. Oh, and I hit him. Okay, so then I'll attack him again. And um, you hit him. Oh, actually, you... Actually, so no. You would need to roll one more time because you actually hit him and his, his image flickers again with him and you're like, darn it, stop doing that. Oh, okay. So roll damage for him for the first hit. 
The, fir the first one damage. Okay, I'll do it on here. It's easier. Eight. And then, uh... And the second one was, uh, 24. Uh, okay, and roll another d20. Nine. Nine? That also hits him. <laughs> Roll damage. Okay. Second damage, and then again, I'll use one, one of those. Use that bonus act. No. Might not do that. Uh, okay, damage again. Eleven. Oh, boy. He is looking pretty rough. He's like pincushioned. And the n the one that you're not hitting right now looks at him and is like points down at his chest. He's like, I know. All right. Did you tell me? Did you tell me before if any of these doors here are open? Any of those three doors? Unfortunately, at the moment they are closed. You have a vague idea that they're kind of dressing the, rooms and and yeah. But this is a window back here. Right? It is, yeah. And Rook did say that most of the rooms had windows on the outside, so they would have windows as well. There are so still just, things my... like hurling themselves off the wall. You're kind of sidestepping. Um, I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to decide whether to use that bonus action to apply more damage, and and whether or not I can use my movement to go through one of those doors afterwards. I don't think so. So I'm just going to use the bonus action to apply more damage because I like damage. You could. I just don't recommend it. Yeah, everything's yeah. like alerted no. and whatnot. Like kill him. Uh, oh, an eight on the eight. Eight plus what? I forgot. Uh, feet. Hang on, it's down here. Planner warrior. Just one d eight. Yep. Sounds about right. Two so yeah, many... but I wasn't sure if there was a plus. I think it's just a d eight. So another oh, eight. What damage. was the attack roll on this one? Twenty four. Okay, all right. Um, the arrow is in him, and you just flick your wing as and as this gust of wind is whirling. But this one is a special one where you're, you just tug on the feathers of the arrows made from your own feathers, and they all shift that little bit of extra damage as they all pulse with the movement of your wing, and it's the arrow twists sideways, and you see him begin to just bleed profusely and he's now sitting in a pool of his own blood and he looks up at you and he's like <sighs> you will never defeat my brother and my master master I am coming and he falls and the images of Pander fade and for a moment, you see the little wizened old man pressed up against the door, um, backed into the corner by your wind, buffeted, the arrows just pincushioned and bleeding out, and he's dying. Get dead, bugger. All right. <laughs> that was your turn. Next up. Pander. Pander's gonna five, 
10, 15, 20, yeah, he's a halfling, right? So he's 25. So that's yep. his movement. Mm -hmm. He's going to dash 5, 10, 15. I guess it's about there. Yep. And dive <clears throat> through the door. With his attack action, he is going to uh, throw another dagger. Sure thing. There are three the other of vendors. himself in the room rushing down the stairs, you trying to stab him. Go ahead and make your roll. Okay. Uh... 18. Okay, roll a d20 for me, please. Ooh, 17. He no, throws the dagger. He sees the one right next to you, and he's like, no! Throws the dagger. It goes right through the image. It evaporating as soon as it hits, and the dagger goes flying right past your face and sticks into the wall. It was real damn close. Like, real damn close. That's twice now. All right. Um, that is his turn. Going up next. Garex. This, um, the the other two panders down below turn and look at Rook and and the real pander, and he shudders, and kind of flinches and holds his head for a second and looks up. <laughs> we will have our revenge, and spends his bonus action and looks down the darkened hallway and disappears. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, As he missed his steps. I... Oh, he missed his step. He missed his okay. step. Down through the doorway and into the dark. And then you can hear the feet as he's running away. And he's you can hear him call back. I will avenge you, brother. And he's running down into the dark. Meanwhile, the house comes alive. All of the different traps that they have set are going absolutely bonkers. It is now the lair actions. This massive, um, uh, the massive armored statue thing that held Rook prisoner for so long goes rushing up behind Twug um, and uh, is going to take a swing. No longer reckless, though, I don't believe. Oh, no. Would it be reckless? Does it depends it if their initiative is before mine. Uh, it is. So. So then I would assume. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how that works. Like. Uh, does a 17 hit your AC? Yes. All right. I By the way, I put my AC on the... Oh, thank you. Um, roll 20. Okay, it doesn't do all that much. It does 10 points of slashing damage, but you'd half that. So five. Yep. Uh, and then it's going to swing again, this massive two-handed blade just arcing over you as you're, like, trying to get out of the way. Um, but it's fierce. Oh, the second one around misses you as you see it. You now know it's back there. Uh, the blood pumping in your ears prevented you from hearing his approach the first time. And then 
You duck under the second swing and it carves a massive slash in the door. Meanwhile, out in the hall, Islek, you have just a few seconds to celebrate your victory as you're like, ah! And then all of a sudden, the tapestry to your left, which had been frozen, the yellow kind of field around it fades and the tapestry suddenly goes and tries to envelop you. I need you to do a dexterity saving throw, please. Go high dexterity, go. Uh, 13. That is a fail. Um, so, you're not going to take much damage here, but you are considered grappled and restrained as this tapestry slips its way off the wall, and it's basically a rug of smothering. It starts twisting around you, tying your wings in as you're trying to... Uh, I will give you this. Because it does just barely enter in doing so, it has to pass through some of your gust of wind. I will make it do a strength saving throw to see if it's able to press past your gust of wind or get blown. Oh, you are the luckiest zombie. That is so funny. You rolled a two. So it goes to envelop you, and you know it's got you dead to rights, and then the wings just buffet it with gust of wind, and the whole thing just flies away down the hall like a leaf on the wind. Um, that is hilarious. And it, it gets pushed, like, all the way down the hall. Uh, down to about uh, 25 feet away or so. Uh, and uh, that's where it kind of flaps against the floor and the tassels are trying to climb along, push against to climb towards you again, but it's having a hard time. All right, that gust of wind, man. That is super lucky. All right. Rook. What do you... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Twug. Sorry, she... Her re-roll on the initiative. Uh, she's just above you. So, Twug. The massive... Armor is behind you, and there's a closed door uh, in front of you. What do you want to do? Um, I'm going to attack recklessly. Try to take this thing out. Nice. Go ahead and roll. So... Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Come on at 20... I don't think you can call them Babe Ruth. <laughs> uh, 23, 23 is hit. still pretty good, though. That hits. So, 13 damage. All right. This thing is really tough. It is actually okay. resistant. Although you have magical axe, so it's not resistant. I do. So you Okay, so that doesn't help it. But... Uh, Okay. So I'll take my second swing. 11 points. Another 20. It's a 22 to hit. Uh, uh, that for hits. another 17 Another damage. 17. And the first one was 13. So that's 30 even points of damage in a, ra in a quick round. But no crits for you. I'm sorry. Um, not, not this time. They can't all be crits, Jordan. I mean, Bella. All right. <laughs> Take those crits. If we're, if we're gonna break and up round, I gotta run out for like. Absolutely, we're yeah. actually gonna stop right after Rook. But if you want to step out, you can step out now. Yeah. Um, so all right. Well, that's not a, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, all right. 
you took a chunk out of it, you heard it pretty darn good, but um, uh, it is still standing. Alright, coming up next. I think, is that your whole turn, Rook? Uh, Twug, or are you going to move? Did my interweeds die? I think the interweeds uh, died. Oh, I. Oh, Bella, it I... is still your. Do you want to do anything for your bonus or your move? I don't get a bonus, or and if I move, then they'll get an opportunity yeah. attack. So okay, just trying to take chance at advantage. <laughs> okay, all right, very cool. You're just posting up and getting ready to take on yet another big thing. All right, Rook. Over to you. So I was just about to shiv him when he uh, misty stepped away. Um, I'm going to, like, he, he can misty step, what, up to 30 feet? So he's just down the stairs and he's running, right? Yeah. So I'm going to use my movement to go down to see if I at least spot him. So 15, I don't know where I go from there, but I've used half my movement. Sure. Um, you run to the edge of the stairs where you uh, saw this pen, this quill, disappear into, and now Garex himself. Before you lies a very rough-hewn chamber, almost like a hallway, but very, very rough, extending inwards. Um, you, uh, it, it, it looks like a twisting, turning tunnel ahead of you. And uh, it extends for only about 10 feet and then has a hard left turn. Uh, I think you can see really well in the dark, right? Uh, because I have true sight, I can see in the dark, including right. magical darkness. Okay, so you can see uh, it is practically cavernous. It, it, it's a tunnel, and it goes about 10 feet and then takes a hard left, uh, and, and then it, you can't see beyond that point. Uh, so, do you want to pursue Run Recklessly into the darkness? You can hear footsteps and the wheezing no, of the a, old man's I, breath. I'm a bit concerned about running into a trap right now. What? Um, what? What? So I, I know like we're in, in their domain. A little, little concerned about running recklessly after him into a trap. So, um, But I am going to... Um, Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to, like, rush after him, but I am going to start to enter the room and, like, look for traps and keep an eye out for traps, and then when I reach the edge, I'd probably stealth. Just All to right, kinda... go ahead and do a perception check for me. Or investigation, oh. either one. Perception your search for trap. And I will say you have advantage because of the... Go the on, on certain types. I'll, I'll just say the DC is lower for certain types of traps. Okay, I rolled a 22. All right. With a 22, as you look into this tunnel, it goes about 10 feet and then turns, and in the wall in front of you, there's a little glint that catches your eye, a tiny little metal embedded in the wall directly in front of you. And you're about to step in, and then you oh. pause and look to both sides, and you see this thin band of clean in the dirt, in the rocks, just around the edge of where the door is. And it's almost silvery, a, sil a similar glint. At and Kat, you hear her whisper in your ear, Wait, wait, runes, runes. And you look closely, 
and there's an ever so fine filigree of rune etchings all around the doorframe that would trigger something if you walk through. This archway is trapped with an arcane trap. Knowing okay. that it's there, you might be able to press through, or you can pause and up to you. Pause. You okay. Yeah, I'm not going to press through and trigger it. Um, I'll, uh, Pander I'll from Pan. above goes, go on, he's getting away. And you... And I, I, say, I say trap. There's a trap. And he stops, and he's just at the top of the platform, and he, he steps back and pulls his dagger out of the wall and, and kind of takes a bit of cover. And Cat whispers in your ear, and she's like, if I'm reading this correctly, arcane traps, once they go off, there's a reset time. Or unless you can dispel it. A dispel. Ah, uh, shit. You could, uh, You get the impression she's saying you could trigger it and try not to get hit, and you know where it's coming from. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm seeing, hearing her. I'm basically going to, uh, daw, like, uh, dodge in to trigger it, but knowing that it's coming, trying to kind of get out of its way. And the cat's like, if you mar the glyphs, yeah. it should set it off. All right. So, so yeah, I'm going to basically mar the glyphs to set it off as I'm kind of dodging in, right? So like, as I dodge in, just with your scrape, dagger, scrape it. Yeah, exactly. And dodge. And you dive in and you duck underneath this tiny little embedded. It looks like a, uh, almost like a hollow coin or a bit of a tube in the far wall. Very small. And then as you skirt against the side and just curl up in a little ball, it's almost like you're back in the undertow for a second, hiding underneath a chimney. And you hear this... And this pulse of energy uh, kind of triggers around the edge. And there's, it's, there's this momentary... And then... And... This flame... Um, very similar to like a burning hands type situation, goes bursting down the hall and out into the stairwell. And Pander yeeps and and jumps back. He's out of the range of it just as the flames extend right up to where he's standing. Um, okay. And uh, you, I'm gonna let you. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna say because you knew it was there and you triggered it on purpose. I will let you either roll a disarm traps uh, or your dexterity saving throw and both either one of those will be with advantage it's your choice which way you want to go i'll do the uh disarm traps because that, okay. then that'll let the others uh come through as well sure thing um so that's that's like lock pick right so thieves tools yep, yep. almost okay so five three eight with advantage. Okay. First roll, 23. Is it 23? You do have advantage if you want it. Yeah. Or a 19. 19. So 23. 23. 23. With a 23, you 
some of your hair gets a little bit singed from the just ambient heat, but you take no damage, and you have you have scratched that glyph to the point where it should be non-operable. You stand up, dusting some of the soot off of you, and Pander peeps around the corner. He's like, "Is it okay?" Yeah, I disarmed it, but we have to be careful here on in. All right. Hey, everybody, we're going down. And that's where we're going to pause and take our break. All right, everybody, we are going to take a little break. We'll be right back in, uh, let's say, what do you want? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Five minutes, I think. All right. The five others minutes. have already left. It's true. So we'll be back in about five minutes. Refresh your beverages and join us for the next leg of the uh, the exploration underneath the the shop. I don't know. I got nothing. Go get get some coffee. All right, bye everybody. We'll see you in a few minutes. All right. I, I've been doing plenty of murdering. Where where have you been? <laughs> yeah, you are murder central. And it's so fun to watch. Yeah. You just be like, hey. I, All right, hey, we are back. You Thank you, two, Internet. You oh, got go ahead, two Steve. critical rolls in a row. I got two simultaneously last week. So It's true. <laughs> the the roll 20 likes rolling 20. What do we say? All right, let's dive back in. We got a deadline here. All right, so you're all... Um, uh, I mean, do you want a hand wave that you are able to beat this armor uh, there, Twug? Or should we just deal with it real fast? I mean, I... I'm happy to give it another wackety schmack. Tell you what, do me a favor, roll a, roll athletics real quick. Yeah. Just to speed this along a little Normal bit. Normal roll? Um, you're raging, so you have advantage. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All right, and, and don't roll high. Uh, that's not high enough. Eighteen's not gonna do it. As you, th like, as this giant armor comes up and, like, bowls into you, you roll onto your back and kick hard, sending it through the door behind you, smashing it out into the room. Uh, goes sliding out into the hall, being buffeted by the winds, and Twug steps through the now shattered door and out to where Islax sees him, and you both lock eyes for a second. What do you say to each other in this moment? Uh, hey, hey, Sir Dutton. I, I, um, they're they're dead. Uh, <clears throat> where where's everybody? Ah, uh, well accomplished. And at this point, you I hear Pander you. yelling, "Hey, guys, come on down. We're going to the trap basement." Come, I heard talk that there was a master. Someone has a master. These brothers. Let's do it. The armor starts to stand up. Well, I I have the feeling that the 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 powerfulness of the master may be something of uh, an issue. However, I think we should just burn the building down. Who's who's for burning the building down? I am. Um, you guys want to spend the I turn? I will go. Light, light and I'll fires. go toward. No, I'll go toward the. Um, I'll start running toward, and I'm gonna dash. Okay. Uh, so Twug goes bounding down the stairs and just books it, and you you're over there in no time. You're in the kitchen. You follow Pander's cries 
Um, as Islex about to go down the stairs, this massive armor stands up and you're like, oh, as it's now right in front of you. Do you want to um... fly, fly, little bird? Okay, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna fly out over to you know here and hover. Okay. Bit of my movement. And then I'm going to shoot it with the arrow of random weirdness that you gave me. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. All right, do it. Um, 27. That's a hit. Um, I need you to roll a d10, please. D10. I got a 10. Wait, or what? a zero? You you got a ten. Yeah. Okay. Is this right. bad? I was just I was just thinking me? one would be fire, ice, then lightning. That'd be three. Then four would be acid. Then five would be force. Six and on the way all the way down to the various damage types. And ten is going to be freaking nuts. Um. So Perfect. the air you. You just kind of, what's this do? And fire it, and it hits the armor, and then the armor takes one step, and then starts to look down at his chest as the metal plates start to buckle inwards to where the arrow hit it. And the arrow disappears, and it's this tiny little pinprick of darkness. And then one of the metal arms starts to get shorter, and then it tries to reach over to its own chest and then the fingers elongate and the gauntlet inside this tiny thing and it's and then it starts to crunch farther and farther into itself as this tiny little black hole opens in the heart of it and it's just crunched up and all that's left is this spinning little mode of darkness and after a few seconds it just goes and evaporates so the arrow of black hole oh. arrow of annihilation I wish I had more of those okay I'm gonna pull now with my last second attack I'm gonna pull out the um, incendiary arrow that you gave me and shoot it straight down just under the staircase <laughs> nice all right and the fire starts and you all run into the and you, then you join your friends in the basement or yeah. in the entrance to the basement all right. And, and With a flash of blue say, feathers. Ladies and gentlemen, I have set the building on fire. Uh, our time here is limited. All right. Why are there two of me? Uh, okay, now there's squads. only one. Yeah, uh, I just made copies so I could quickly okay. get you onto the next map. As you all oh, approach where Rook has said he, the trap is free. Any planning you want to do before you dive in, now is the time. Also, Timely, uh, I have to say this. Timely sent a message. Shot through the heart, and you're too late. You give love uh, a black uh, hole. Bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the name of this episode. You give love a black hole. All right. Um, and with that, uh, we're going to switch maps. So buckle up, everybody. Any planning you want to do, go do it yeah. now. Guys, if you're hurt, use some healing pots. 
Oh, I don't have any, and I am very hurt. Um, Anybody yeah. get some healing? Yeah, I believe you had doing seven. Pots. Yeah, we had like seven, so you should actually have. I think somebody okay, used one Okay, I didn't have any two. in my inventory. Okay, well, no. I, I'll give you two, because I've got... Yeah. Like oh, three. good. I don't, I don't have them on my character sheet, but I just wrote them on my notes. So how do you roll for those again? D, uh, D8? Two D four, I think. For regular? Two. Yeah. Two D four plus two. Okay. Yeah. Can you take more than one? Oh, two. Yeah, you fours. can take as many as you want. You can also pause for a, a few minutes if you want to risk it and go for a short rest. But technically, they're close to an hour. I don't know if you have um, an hour. Well, just lit the building we, on the fire. Building no. is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short I'm rest gonna, for an hour. I'm gonna take two of these and call you in the morning. <laughs> it's like that dog. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, yeah. Yes, I oh, got max max healing. Heal. Twug is amazing. Uh, all right. All right. Now, yeah. unfortunately, that didn't bring me. It brought me to half health. Well, half use is the, better use than the other pot. I'm going to. Okay, I encourage much hand waving here, Todd. All right. Absolutely. So you you chug this and go running down, and you can hear the echoing laughter and and wheezing and and angry hisses of Garrix further into the darkness. You plunge through the door. There's a few twists and turns. And then you find yourselves in a rubble-strewn room. After the rough-hewn walls, it's a bit surprising. You see some walls um, are brick in places, but fallen in like you found your way to one of the old temples beneath the city. Um, you hear um, a weeping, a crying voice. Uh, in, a, in sounds like it's coming from the darkness just off to your right. You see two iron doors like um almost like portcullises but very rusted one of them is actually pressed open in front of you uh and you can see two tunnels going off to the right and left but you hear this almost weeping uh coming from uh, a little room just off the way what do you want to do uh, uh... I am going to stealth and slowly. Like I hear the weeping, but I don't want to just rush off to it because it could be a trap. I want to. I want to stealth and and look and in our immediate area look for traps. Like sure. just slowly, methodically move our way, move my way over. Um, right. Investigation yep. check, please. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, terrible. <laughs> Six. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it looks clear. You're good to go. Uh, sure. Uh, the weeping is coming from around the corner. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out. You also... Um, How many of the brothers did we kill? Brothers. I killed one of the brothers... The other one yeah, ran away, escaped. Yeah. It would be a worthwhile assumption to... Uh, it would be worthwhile to assume that one of them is down here. 
taking some random other form and that their master is, you know, similarly, annoyingly transformative, potentially. Well, I can see through illusions, so... I vote we shoot first and ask questions later anyway, but uh, I will leave that up to the group. You uh, were, were you attractive here yourself? What was that? Were you not a captive in these walls yourself at some point? In a suit of armor. I haven't been down here. The look on Suit of armor that was up there? Yes. Right. Okay. Let's continue. Right. <clears throat> um... I'm probably gonna like slowly make my way over and, and peer inside. Like, what now, do I see? The first thing you notice is that entryway actually has a series of bars embedded in it, um, okay. blocking path. Oh, I'm on the wrong. Hold on. Uh, a series of bars just sort of embedded in it, um, almost like it was a window at one point, and you can see through it, and you see. Uh, a young woman, uh, probably in her 20s, a uh, half-elf by the look of things, um, fairly nicely dressed, uh, and she's busy hunched in the corner, kind of rocking back and forth and holding at her forehead like this. And she's crying. Um, she's the source of the sound. <sighs> she doesn't look like the last brother or anything, right? Like, that's not an illusion or anything. Um, do an arcana check for me. Sixteen. 16's pretty good, and, um, you don't even need Cat's help with this. As you're like, you look at her, and you're like, she looks just like a half-elven... Wait. And you kind of give your head a shake, and everything... You'd been able to pierce through the darkness almost perfectly before, and now you're like, wait a sec. Oh, the glasses. The charge... The first charge on the glasses has expired. So I you... Use a, a, another charge. Sure, you use another one and activate it, and... The darkness peels back, and now you can see, um, yeah, um, now you can see it's a half-elf woman. And she's got this ever-so-slight glow around her of anybody who uses magic. She is a magic user, and underneath her hands, you get a glimpse. There's something glowing kind of reddish underneath her hands that she's kind of huddled over. But she does not appear to be a doppelganger. Hey. Assuming your glasses see through that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Huh? What? Shh. <gasps> Who's there? People who are not friends with the ones who've imprisoned you. You've got to... You gotta get a message out. Get a message to my handler. 
His name was Calrin. We're here on his path. And she she scrambles forward and and with <laughs> uh she scrambles forward towards your side. She's in a small ten foot by ten foot um prison cell, basically. And um she comes scrambling forward and you can see she looks like she's fairly new arrival here. It doesn't look too rough for wear, except on her forehead there's this reddish gem embedded in her forehead. And there's all these finger claw marks in her forehead as she's been trying to dig it out with her bare fingers. And a little bit of blood trickling down her forehead. Just like that other girl. You've got that gem that they use to control you. Yeah, but they need to activate it. I've been laying low. I haven't seen a handler in a little while. Is this little puke of a, of a man. And she takes a second and describes Garrick's. The old one of the brothers. The other one's fleeing here. Has, fle- has fleed to this area. Do you, do you have the means to dispel magic? No. Um, upstairs, there's a scroll shelf. I saw it when I pretended to be a customer. There was a series of scrolls filled with spells. If you can get one of the spell scrolls for Dispel Magic, you can free me, get this out of my head, and I can help you. It's slightly on fire, but... I'll have a look. All right, Isaac. I need you to do an investigation check, like it, like you mean it. And because oh you God. lit the place on fire, I'm going to give you disadvantage. <laughs> However, with your eagle sight, I think you get advantage on something like this, right? Yeah, I can see. So it'll be very far. Yeah, I'll say straight roll because you're keen vision. Seventeen. Seventeen. You find the shelf she's talking about up in that um, in that study, uh, and you kind of sidestep the tiny little speck of black, which is still smoldering in the hallway um, where the black hole was. Um, and there's just a pinprick there in the darkness. Uh, and then there's the smoke. You spot it because the smoke from the fire is slowly being siphoned into it. Um, so you you go sifting through some scrolls. I'm gonna need you to roll a uh, roll a d6 for me. One. Okay. So you have time to grab one scroll, uh, and I will ask you to do one more investigation check. And are you trained in Arcana? Trained in Arcana specifically? I do not think so. Okay, I'll Bye. tell you what. It, either way, I'll let you roll Arcana, but the DC is higher if you're not trained. To be able to identify the spell. Where would I have it if I picked it as being trained in it? It'd be in your skill list. Oh, over here. Okay. That's my skill list. Alright. Anyway. Just a straight roll for Arcana, please. Ooh, 19. 
Ooh, that's pretty good. All right, you're like, okay, okay. Some kind of thing that looks like a spider web, you throw that over your shoulder. Um, the smoke is getting thicker, you're starting to cough. You're wishing you were outside in the clear blue sky, and then you see one, and you're pretty sure the rune means dispel. Either that or it is cause smell. Your, your runic is not very good. So you grab that one. Okay. And then you high wing it out of there. Uh, high tail it out of there. And back out into the hall. I'm going to need to do a constitution saving throw for me, please. Fourteen. Okay, you make it barely. It's like trying to cover your uh, with your arms and your wings are flying you. Um, and you pull pull some clothing or cloth up over your head, uh, and so, then yeah, go ahead. So how much more on fire is it now than you know? Oh, it's getting I... there. You put an incendiary okay. arrow there, so yeah. yeah, it is definitely the whole wing on that side is on fire. Fortunately, you fired away from the kitchen, so because you had to go in there, um, so that side is now thoroughly aflame, um, and. Uh, some of the kitchen pots are trying to fill themselves and pour the fire, pour it on the fire as you go through the kitchen and down. Uh, and it takes you a few minutes, but you make your way back. Meanwhile, while he's so, doing that, I yeah. think we're just casing the place, like checking for traps, seeing if we can unlock, see, checking for runes, basically um, trying to clear the place. Okay. And Pander. So, Pander and you, I'm going to get you to roll investigation with advantage. Twug, what are you doing this whole time as you're kind of just waiting? So, how long does all this take, actually? Uh, only about two minutes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if it took a little bit longer, um, I would be looking for, like, a rodent. Um, yeah, you can find a rat. And I'm um, going to do use knowledge from a past life. All right, go for it. Can I use my animal... Um... Okay, quick question. Yeah. Would I have to do both my speak with animals and be sense separate? Um, you know what? I'll let you do them at the same time. Uh, but it's going to take 10 minutes, so there will be a little yeah. delay as you're sitting in a corner grunting at a rat. Um, I don't know if that's cool with everybody else, but I'll at least start absolutely ritual all right so Twug, to see you go if into, i can get a little ratty on our side yeah you go past where the the prison was and you actually find a rat in the next room uh it actually opens up as you you just quickly like almost not even meaning to you just grab the bars and bend them out of the way and crawl through and there's a rat sitting in the corner um and you do begin the ritual to make that happen this is the second game in a very short amount of time that we have had rats in our games just saying alright you have your ratty friend there uh, rat and it's going to be controlled by you Bella or everybody there you go you got rat it's got a label well, I don't know that. if I can control it but I can talk to it Okay. I can speak with it and then I can ask it to because we're looking for this guy like this other and the rat is terrified. The rat... I've, I've been trying to get out of here for weeks. There's a hunter here. Don't let it see you. There's a what? 
A hunter. A hunter. Do you know where he is? It, it flies over. Please. And it points up at the walls. Um, and you realize now the walls are only about, mm, about 20 feet high. And the ceiling of this is this massive cavern that extends up about 30, 40 feet in the air in different places. Uh, if you didn't have dark vision, it would disappear into darkness. But you can see the rough stalagmites, or tights, whatever the frick it is, uh, hanging down from the roof, carved rock, um, broken rock, and these little nooks and crannies up there. But the walls stop at about 15 or 20 feet, depending on which section you're looking at. Um, so the, all of this is an old ruined building, apparently. But the cavern extends over. So Ericrocra, for example, could fly. All right. Um, it's about then that Sir Islack, uh comes back in uh, with the with the uh, thing only partly on fire, just your clothes, and you stamp it out and a couple of feathers, but you're not damaged by it, and you're <coughs> coughing from the from the smoke. Stalactites. I will say. The ceiling. Thank you, Timely. Oh. This is a handy scroll, I hope. Can you pass uh, it over to Rook? But I will say the building is more on fire than it was moments ago. It might be best that we uh, begin accelerating our timeline. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, I'll take the scroll. Do I? I'm gonna, I do. I am trading Arcana because I used. I'm still on Arcana with my knowledge from the. Sure. Uh, the extra yep. skill feet. So, uh, is it dispel magic? Um, do you want dispel magic or do you want stinking cloud? I'll let you. Uh, dispel magic for because okay. so, she yeah. wanted dispel magic. So. Yeah. So okay. he, the Ericroca picked, chose wisely. Okay. <laughs> I'll mention to the woman. And what's her name? What's your name? Um, actually, Timely's watching right now. So, what's the name of your character, Timely? Type it into chat. This is Timely. You're up, even by chat and remote. What's the name of your character? Typey, 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 typey. Normally, I ask the internet for this, but it's actually um, Aurel Aurelia. Aurelia. A u r e l i a. Aurelia. Sorry, I'm playing your character, and I'm a, I've made her a half-elf. I don't know if that's what it was. Anyway. My name uh, is Aurelia. Okay, let's see if this I'm an agent of the mage works. faction. Let's hope this works. Can you cast it, or do I need to cast it? You have to cast it. Okay. I'm going to cast it. All right. So uh, I'm just going to get you to do an arc. You're full elf. Okay, half-elf. Yeah, close enough. Thank you, Timely. And also, you've um, you've been putting some good stuff. She recommended ratatouilleing it and putting the rat on your head, Twog. Just saying. All right, let's keep going. So you cast it, and between her coaching and cat whispering in your ear, and you reading this scroll out in front, and the words like evaporate and smolder off the page as you're holding and casting it. Single use dispel magic. And she presses her head up to the bars and you reach out and you touch it in the last second. And there's this flash 
and then the gem begins to crumble to dust. And it leaves this massive imprint in her forehead and the claw marks. And she takes a deep sigh of relief, almost slumping back. <sighs> Thank you. You've done a great service to the mage faction. Can you get me out of here? Yeah. And while we while we do that, uh, someone go grab the panther. Go get the the girl on the main floor before she burns alive. Oh right! And Pander goes running up, and he'll he'll go do that. That's Pander's little side adventure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, after a minute, Twog comes back in the room wearing a rat on its hat. Is that canon? As a hat, okay. And Absolutely. you quickly just bend the bars, no problem. Uh, and the and you now have an elven mage with you uh, named Aurelia. All right, so um, she's like, this way. They interrogated me in the other room. I, I hope you're ready for this. We, maybe we should, do we want to leave or do we want to go further in? We need to finish this. We need to go further in. We may never get this chance again. All right. Be on guard. And, uh, um, you, you, she leads you around the corner and, uh, you're checking for traps the whole way, but in order to process this as quickly as possible, you go into this, uh, room ahead, stepping around various traps and pitfalls. Pander, uh, can I get an investigation check with advantage between Rook and Pander and a perception check for everybody else? Sixteen. How are you knowledgeable past life? What was your first roll? You do have advantage. Uh, by the way. Six ten. You you do ten. have advantage though. Yeah, Eight? my second roll was a that one. So. Oh, okay. Total of ten. All right. So you go walking out, and you're almost too distracted by what you see. And unfortunately, Pander is taking. Yeah, let's say Pander's actually not there because he's gone running up to to free the girl. That was very noble of you, but your ally is no longer with you. Um, so you go run. Uh, you're going through, and you're very distracted. All of a sudden, as you finally see your prize in front of you, kneeling on the on the ground, leaning towards the middle of this um, the middle of this chamber, where there's this kind of raised steps and platform leading up these pillars, holding the, most of the roof intact above. Um, yes, I reused my maps. Too bad. Go see foot games. Um, but anyway, you come forward, and the mage is like, I'll take this. Garrix, your reign of terror is in an end. And you see Garrix turn, and he's been kneeling in front of this kind of central circular platform. And he turns, and, it, and he, he turns around, you see this blue face. And of this doppelganger and these tears streaming down its face and it turns and looks at you all what do you want to say as you see your prey in front of you I don't want to say anything I'm going to murder it give back the orb that you stole with a 16 twug you look around this chamber and while large parts of it are fallen in and in disrepair you see glittering things. You see gold. 
you see treasures, you see you see random works of art, you see um, items that could very well be magical left around this place almost haphazardly. Um, and uh, when Rook asks for the orb, you alone amongst the rest of you spot as Garrick's kind of bluish tinted eyes flicker off to his left that's your right in this direction um toward towards this corner over here and then flicker back towards rook he's like yeah, you should not have followed me my brother's revenge will be swift but painful i rage <laughs> nice all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it and Garrix calls out as you begin to growl and grind your teeth. Um, and Garrix calls out, "Master, come! I beseech you." And it's echoing off the walls. Go ahead and roll initiative, everybody. Oof, oof. All right, I know we've got one. We bring this might be a back? cliffhanger. This may be a cliffhanger. I'm just saying. Actually, you know what? Forget initiative. It's echoing off the walls. We're not going to have time to do this because I know we're going to lose our Steve in a moment. I I had 17 too. That, that's wonderful. Everybody's just ready to rock and roll. I will let you all get one pass actually because that's only fair. Um, and I'm just going to roll for Garrix to see what he's doing here. Oh, okay. So 16 on his part. What did you get there, uh, Steve? 18. On 18. Nice. 17, 17, 18. And Pander's not there right now. And so... Oh, I haven't rolled yet. That's okay. He's 19. He's going to rescue the girl, so he's he's busy. Um, okay. But you could, we'll take that one for o Aurelia. Um, and so, I rolled a 19. Yeah, 19. So she gets to go first. Uh, yeah. And... So what uh, she's going to, um, she begins to cast, and you see these arcane runes leap into existence around her hands, and she casts a spell at this, uh, at this little Garrix guy um, in revenge, and he fails his save and gets held. Aw, oh, damn. He is held locked in place in this flickering blue aura around his body. Uh, up next simultaneously twug oh sorry it is uh newton neutron what do you want to do uh i'm gonna do mean things so isn't it rook i rolled a 19 oh you rolled oh, a yeah, 19 i'm sorry rook is yeah. next then uh is he held in place then he is uh i'm gonna bonus action steady aim and shoot him oh you don't even need steady aim oh, i don't it's already it. advantage he, okay. he gets advantage yeah, yeah. okay I shoot him then. Roll with advantage. Uh, and I just collapsed my character. 16 hits. Yeah, 17 so hits 17 more. Okay. Uh, gonna roll for damage. Absolutely. freaking lootly. And he takes 25. Oh, right. Oh, he is looking rough. Oh, he's holding on. Holding on. But he's looking rough. He must have healed a little bit there. All right. 
Okay. With my bonus action, I'm actually going to, because I know he's calling for someone, I'm going to use my bonus action. Like, I'm just going to move off to the side of it and hide. Okay. Like, so go ahead and move your character. Sure, you yeah, duck in just... next to the edge of the pillar. You make it look like you're going past, and you fade into the shadows. All right. And I'll use... With a... 17. 17. Okay. 17 to hide. Fantastic. Okay, I'm going to write that down. All right. Uh, so you are done. Next up is Isleck. So I'm going to use my sharpshooter. Take five off of my roll to add ten damage on this. And uh, Oof. can I apply that to both times I attack? Yep. 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 I'm going to do that. Minus five on each, but yeah. Yeah. Someone's gonna get murderated, absolutely, Timely. <laughs> so that's minus five. That's still a twenty-three. That is. And that one is uh, fifteen. Ah, uh, that would still hit. So both hit. Go ahead and apply damage. So, so there's ten damage each plus whatever my roll is, essentially. So six. Oh, sorry, 11, because of the plus 5, and then an additional, oh, 6 again, another 11, and then, and then one of those times, also as the bonus action, I'm going to apply the extra 1d8, because why would I not do that? You're good. Arrow, arrow, Which is another arrow. 3, so, so he takes, uh... 22 plus 22 is 44, plus 3 is 47 damage. 47 damage in one round. Holy damn, the arrows... You, one of them catches them right in the eye. The head just jerks ever so slightly, but it's held in place by the spell and magic, and blood just trickles down, joining the tears for his fallen brother. The other one just blossoms in blood in his chest. Next up... Islek, what do you want to do? That was me. Oh, sorry. Um, Twug, <laughs> what do you want to do? Twug. That I'm rat. Gonna murder rate. I'm going to oh, yeah. finish him off. Okay, you run forward. Go ahead and do your attack as What's... the rat is like yeah. whispering in your ear. What's he saying? The hunter. The hunter is coming. The hunter is coming. <laughs> and he, he slips off your head and scurries into a hole nearby. I'll protect you, little guy. I'll protect Wog, the protector of animals. All right. I am going to go reckless. Nice. You can cover that distance. It's only about 30 feet away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just leap up onto the first level of platform. Yeah. I'm good. So that's an 18 to hit. That hits. Go ahead. So... Yeah, the Ratatouille sequel got bloodier. Thank you, Timothy. It absolutely did. Uh, 11 damage. 11 points hit. of damage. <laughs> you just... And you take one arm completely off his left arm, which was outstretched and held. And the rest of him doesn't move as the spell is just holding him in place. This gout of blood just... Starting to slow already. I'm you have a second attack, again. right? I do. Go ahead and roll it. Ooh. 
That is so close to a crit. Oh my god. That's a 19. I don't, yeah, because I don't have the feet where I get the 19s. Ah, that's alright. I forget what feet that is, but I have great weapon master, so I don't think I do. Okay. Sorry. Nope. Uh, so just double check. I'm double checking. Okay. Yeah. No. With great weapon master, it's just. Um, no, that's a fighting style. Uh, I yeah. Think. Yeah. So, how so. much damage as you one arm off? You do on the backhand. Uh, nine. Nine points further of damage for a total of twenty in that round, and there's a large slash across his gut as you. Uh, swept down, took the arm off, and on the backswing, took him right from the, right across the abdomen, and you see intestines begin to spill out onto the floor with a good amount of blood, uh, bluish, and the body immediately reverts to this blue-skinned doppelganger just held in place, twitching. I'm gonna quickly turn when the mouse said that the guardian no the the hunter yeah, oh, the hunter's coming, the hunter yeah. is coming and i'm going to scan the room so you for... turn around and you see your friends and now somewhat allies or at least new companions anyway in this murderous venture as the body and the mage is standing there taking great satisfaction and in her exhaustion, she finally relaxes, and the body behind you just goes to the ground. And she she's visibly exhausted from her her days as uh, as uh, un, as a prisoner, and she wipes blood at her forehead. I'll look at it's her too and say, good "We're for not done yet." And Twug looks back at all of you, and you're all scanning around. And what the rest of you see as Twug turns around, kind of happily showing that Garex is no more. And Isaac, Rook, Aurelia all see behind Twug rising up out of the pit in the center of this circular dais. You see a large, you see what you think at first are snakes extending upwards, and then this bulbous body, and then rising up, you see a massive circular creature with one central round golden eye on the ends of these many eye stalks, snakish writhing, you see a massive beholder in front of you. Do I get one? Do I get to use my third shot? Because I put um, that creature down to at zero. At the moment, you're facing your friends and you're like, all right. And then you see them all staring behind you and you turn your head. All right. And what do you say when you see the hunter? Do you die? I don't think so. And now. So yes or no, yay or nay? I don't get the attack that Unfortunately, the third one. 
Unfortunately, now. he is... You used about 30 feet of your movement, and he is about 20 feet away from you. So, unless you want to mutilate the body more, which I would give you for free if you want to. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, you turn. I will you move my you. ten feet back, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to need you to do an acrobatic check for me. As you step backwards off this dais. Raging, I have advantage, or no? Not on acrobatics. Sorry. Just normal. Cool. I that fail. fits. <laughs> As you take a three, you step backwards, and your foot just finds air, and you're like, Ooh! you fall prone at the bottom of this dais, um, and this creature rises up, flying effortlessly up into the air, twenty feet up, looking down over you all. And it says, Welcome. I have been watching. You are very annoying. Well, say something, but I'm hidden. <laughs> I slack. What do you want to do? I want to leave it there. I agree. I think that's a good cliffhanger point as this thing is hovering above it the is. party and you're all just like, ah. And, uh, oh, okay. Me. I think we're going to stop there as our cliffhanger moment for season whatever this is. Thanks very much, everybody. Hi. All right. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Um, and uh, we do need an episode named Steve. If you got to bounce, I know you got a flight to catch. So, um, but uh, thanks very much. Round of applause. Uh, you you did pretty good. I was very impressed. Internet name suggestions uh, or players name suggestions. Twag wants something about watermelons but Quag is very one track mind peace uh, hugs and love back at you Johnny maybe like the master revealed or something like that Ooh, I kind of like that or the oh. master's lair I don't know master hunter touching melons in the master's lair you you smashing some, melons i don't know what you did when you were flying through the fire all right i like that i like master reveal master's lair yeah. something like that any other suggestions in the interweebs and then we will sign off for the night gotta go with innuendo absolutely well we'll see what we can make of that all right, thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks, Donnie and uh, Timely, and everybody who watches afterwards. Thank you so much. Uh, by the way, if you are able to, if you are a, a podcast listener, we are like six follows away from actually making it on the D&D podcast list. Uh, so if you've got a Podbean account, please, please hit the follow button. It would go a long way to raising our profile. 
and we can get uh, six more follows and, and we can get a bigger audience, which I'd be very pleased about. Uh, but thank you so much. You are a fantastic audience uh, joining us live and also those after the fact. Thanks. Thank you so much. We're approaching 5,000, so I'm excited. And like I said, Utah and Washington, I look forward to being in you very soon. Uh, well, not too soon, but anyway. Uh, and we're going to be taking a hiatus. I'm going to miss this, guys. Uh, I do want to say, uh, I know I'm I'm here pandering for the crowd. Hey, hey we're Carl's character's name in. Um, but it is really amazing to be able to do this with you, Bella, Gordon, Steve, uh, Carl, Timely, Donnie, when you can get you in. Um, I Cheers. really, really enjoy playing with everybody every week, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. You put up with the silly streaming habits, uh, but I do really want to say it's meant a lot to me to play with you uh, over these last couple years, especially. So uh, thank you so much. And here's to next next time when we get back together again and uh, in a couple of months. So we'll be back sometime in October. Thank you. Uh, Timely says safe travels to Steve and myself. And, and also, Bella's got some travel plans. I'm sure everybody's got some, some moving and grooving to do this summer. And if you don't, get your moving and grooving going. I will be on the powwow trail the whole summer. Oh, that's amazing. Six Nations is coming up, and then I'm up in Aurelia, and then possibly Kenora. Yeah, it's it's the time of the year. That is very cool. So. Nice. And, and I know Steve's doing a wee bit of traveling. And I... Yeah, being Sorry, go ahead. Ontario for two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, a bunch of camping. Awesome, you're coming this way, and I'm going that way. Although it's going to take me a lot longer. I've, I'm going out to Calgary, so we'll actually be able to play in person. Ready, Steve? We'll do the high five through the camera. Uh, yeah, right there. No, no other side. There. There we go. So I'll see you soon. Uh, in, well, a couple of weeks. And Gordon, um, keep in mind, we're on the internet still, so I don't know if you want to share your, your pin number or anything. But uh, any big plans for the hiatus? Uh, you know what? I just had a trip from the States in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, I might I might think about doing another one before uh, the summer closes. Very cool. Well, hey, actually, depending on where you're going, uh, throw it in the Discord, because I'll be down in the States a little bit too. I mean, it's the neighborhood, right? Yeah, we'll be in the same neighborhood. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I would love someday to get to Gen Con, but the timing doesn't quite work. I really oh, want okay. to do that some year. Maybe next year. Okay. Maybe next year? All right. Maybe next year. Or Fan Expo is great in Toronto as well. Uh, that was a great time with Steve the other year. So uh, so we'll try to meet up with people and play. I got that big banner. So wherever I'm playing at a conference, I always throw that up if I'm running the game. So if uh, internet, you see the banner, uh, uh, that one, uh, feel free to drop by and say hi if it's at any of these things uh, at any of the group tables. All right, and with that, I think we're going to leave on the cliffhanger. Wow, I'm shocked at all the murder. Thanks, everybody. Dragons and beholders. It, it's the double whammy. I'm going classic here. Dragon. Yeah. One group gets the dragons, the other one gets the beholder. Uh, by the way, Rook, uh, Gordon, remember all the way back way the hell back in episode one half when you were playing a paladin yep i knew that this big bad was a beholder then 
And if you had followed that particular path, oh, you were going to run into him and get wrecked. So it, <laughs> it's been waiting. It's been waiting. What else okay. is going to take on a mageocracy? Yeah. Anyway, we're out of here. We're going to get going. Have a wonderful night. Stick around for the Creative Commons credits. And thanks very much, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I will see you in a couple of short months. <laughs> All right. Go get some dice. Cheers.
Have a great night, everybody. It's been a good run. We'll see you in a few months.